Hey, loves. So I got another session for you. I'm gonna slow it down just a little bit. This is the voice of Supreme. Creamy, preemie. Can you vibe with me? This session is called Ghost. Now, I think we've all been ghosted before. Or maybe you are the ghoster. Whichever one you are, you know, I have a story to tell. I actually didn't want to tell this story because I feel like I'm still emotionally attached to this story. You feel me? So it makes it difficult for me to speak on situations that I have not completely healed from. And I'm a work in progress, you know. I feel things deeply. I love heart, you know, and I've, I've dealt with several heartbreaks. So, being ghosted, oh, the devastation, bruh. I feel like that is the worst thing to happen to you. Some people deserve to be ghosted though. So I feel I feel you on that if you felt like you had no other alternative but to ghost an individual. But I feel like I've never deserved to be ghosted. So I know most of my sessions have been sexual, sensual. This session will not be, you know, the subject of my podcast is love, sex, and fuckships. And this one falls under the category of love. And I had my heart broken. But the thing is, when I say I've had my heart broken, it's not just by a lover per se. They have all been men that have broken my heart. But, you know, my fathers, my biological father, my stepfather, they've broken my heart, you know. Um, I deal with heartaches with my siblings. Um, You know, and then romantic relationships so 
When I speak of heartaches, I'm not necessarily speaking of an intimate relationship that I had with another man. I, I am speaking um, about men in general that have broken my heart. And I used to really think when I was younger that I was this sad individual, like I was just so sad. But the thing was, it wasn't that I was a sad person. It was because my heart kept getting broken. So I'm always left to pick up the pieces. You feel me? So how can I heal when every time I turn around, someone's shitting on me? And they shitting on me for me being me, just the essence of Supreme. For whatever reason, I irritate their soul. And I have absolutely nothing to apologize for. I am who I am, unapologetically supreme. And I'm not perfect by any means, nor am I trying to be, but I am trying to live my best life. <laughs> so I was dealing with a lot of men, toxic men, that use me for whatever reason, but basically feeding off of my energies. And I dealt with a lot of narcissistic men as well, especially the last one, oh my God. But Ghost, that is gonna be the session that I'm gonna bring to you. I'm currently at my hotel in Midtown. I'm in my bathroom. It's the only place I can find a little bit of peace and quiet. I got my candles burning, my incense is burning. I'm sipping my scotch with a splash of rosé. Because y'all know how I do. So I don't know if this is going to make the cut, but you guys know I freestyle everything. Everything's off the top of my dome. And I just wanted to bring you this story. It's actually a couple of stories, but I'm gonna just give you one. <laughs> so it was like last summer, summer 2019. Y'all remember the summer? God, cause this summer is definitely canceled. But yeah, summer 2019, I was in Harlem walking, minding my fucking business, as I usually do. And I stopped by the Apollo to see my waist bead guy, you know, so he can hook me up. Because the next day, I actually had a show to do at the Curl Fest, right? So I'm going to the Curl Fest to meet up with my girl or whatever. And I see this gentleman. He worked for Con Ed. And he was like, yo, miss. Don't let that man touch you. Talking about the African man, the waist speed man. Tell him I look at his hands. <laughs> Y'all, this is some real shit. Like, I'm telling you a true story. So I looked at the African man here. I was like, yo, you right. Like, bro, he can't touch me. <laughs> so me and Conrad, I honestly, I can't remember his real name. So me and Conrad, we started talking shit, whatever, Kiki and whatever. And... He was like, can I get your number? 
I was like, okay, you know, I'm not in no relationship. I'm just doing my thizzle or whatever. And I exchanged numbers with him. About five minutes after walking away from him, he texted me. Like, I was like, damn, this motherfucker on my dick, yo. He texted me already. Well, when I finally looked at the message, it was a picture. And he had my work badge. I was like, how the fuck? He said, yo, you left your work badge at the at the booth, at the African man's booth. And I was like, fuck. So he was like, now you got to come back and see me, which he was right. I mean, I could have just said it was stolen and got me a new one, but I was like, let me go back and get my badge. So I did or whatever. The next day was the Curl Fest. I met him, whatever. We had a good time, talked or whatever. So later on that night, it was Saturday night, he was like, yo, come through. I want to take you for a ride. I was like, all right, you want to take me for a ride on his bike? So we did exactly that. You know, I'm cruising with this nigga, going like 95 miles an hour. I think we got up to like 106 miles per hour on the Queens Expressway, like flying. And like my heart is racing, but I felt mad comfortable with this guy. This guy I've only known for 24 hours. You feel me? But I'm on the back of his bike, not a care in the world. And all I'm thinking is, yo, if I die tonight, I'm dying happy. You feel me? Because that's the shit that I be on. I be living in the present, you know. And um, we had a good time. You know, we talked a little bit more. I took my ass home. was nothing. We kept talking for a couple of days, weeks, and everything was cool. You know, I, I, was, I, was, I was kind of feeling him. You know, I had a, like... I don't really talk to dudes, and I know people don't really believe that, but I don't deal with anybody. You know, I keep to myself. Because, you know, a lot of y'all niggas just ain't shit. So I just keep to myself and preserve my energies for the right individual. So, anywho, after a couple of weeks of talking to this guy, one day I was at work and out the blue he texted me, he was like, you know, I wasn't looking for a girlfriend until I met you. And I was like, I was kind of, you know, confused by the message, you know. So I was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, we just need to end this. And something, something, I was like, word? Like, you you telling me this, like, at work and shit? And I didn't even know where it was coming from. There was, like, no other kind of conversation, you know? And then that was it. And when I got off work, because y'all know I work overnight, so when I got off work in the morning, I had texted him, and he didn't respond. And then I tried to call him, and he, it, like, went to voicemail or whatever, and then I asked my girlfriend, like, yo, when somebody block you, and like this is how this is how dumb I am, y'all. Like I don't even know how it is when you block somebody. Like what it is on the receiving end, I don't know that shit. So I asked my girlfriend, like when you block somebody, it go to to voicemail or you know whatever, whatever. And then she was like, ah, he must have blocked you. So I showed my girl the messages, and she was like, nah, he gonna contact you, cause that don't make no sense. Cause I thought I missed something, you know. But nah, he never contacted me again after that message about 
he wasn't looking for a girlfriend until he met me, whatever kind of mixed signal bullshit that is. I was like, oh, okay. But y'all, I was really heartbroken. I think I was more upset that I was rejected. It wasn't really like because I was in love with him. I didn't even know this cat. Like, I don't even know his last name or nothing. I think it was just the fact that somebody had rejected me cold turkey. Like, how do you do that to somebody? You know, and I know y'all seen the the meme or the post that says, don't disturb her peace if you mean her no good. So if I'm already chilling doing what I do, like, why would you interrupt me? You feel me? Why would you stop me? You came on to me. I didn't come on to you. You feel me? So he ghosted me, you know, whatever. That was a whole year ago. And like I said, I still be feeling emotionally attached to that shit. And truth be told, if I saw this cat, I, would, I wouldn't even recognize him walking down the street. <laughs> and he wasn't even cute, yo. He was ugly. And let me tell you another toxic trait of mine is that I love me some ugly-ass dudes. Like, I don't even know what it is about it, but I fucks with them uglies. I don't discriminate. No. But what is it about being ghosted, you know, like, what makes someone so bothered by you that they just, like, cut you off like that? You know, I don't know. I don't have the answers, but I've been ghosted before several times, and, like, that shit just be breaking my heart. Like, damn, bruh. You could, like, be honest and upfront and be like, yo, I don't want to fuck with you no more because of this and that, but... They deadass be blocking my number. And then three weeks later, you know, they come back and be like, hey, I miss you. And my dumbass be falling for the okie doke, you know. I mean, back in the day, I don't do that shit now. I'm a lot stronger and wiser now. You know. But that's my story of being ghosted. <laughs> Life, y'all, life.